0: And I would also encourage people to, to leverage the, the power and the magic of RFID. There are a number of cannabis-specific businesses out there that leverage the tags that, that are already on every plant and are able to provide significant efficiencies from weighing perspective to real-time inventory to even matching up the data that's able to be derived from metric and picked up directly uh, on the RFID tags uh, to marry into temperature, humidity, uh, and <laughs> the <pay sensors. laughs>
1: From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today at MJ Bulls, we are joined by Michael Johnson, the CEO of Metric. Michael, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on.
1: Well, I have to say I've been really looking forward to our conversation. We have so many pioneers and organizations to thank for the pro-cannabis regulations that we enjoy today, but one often overlooked legalization puzzle is technology. And I'm certain that lawmakers would never have supported pro-cannabis legislation without being confident that every plant and every cannabis product could be accounted for. And that's kind of where I want to start off today. For our listeners who have never been in a facility before, I thought maybe it'd be a good way for us to start this by, Michael, if you could sort of explain as one of the most trusted experience provided of cannabis regulatory systems, walk us through how you monitor each plant from seed to sale.
0: Yeah, it's a really exciting kind of a viewpoint and really interesting that's unique really to the cannabis space as, as one of the more heavily regulated industries in the world. Cannabis has afforded the level of visibility and uh, transparency into the supply chain that we don't have anywhere else in the world. And I. I I don't think we would be in the same position we're at from a macroeconomic perspective if everybody was afforded the same level of visibility that that metric is able to provide. Essentially, you, you see a lot of different types of businesses, and I'm sure your listeners that are that are getting involved in, in trying to start something or or are already involved in the cannabis space see a number of different providers of seed to sale or track and trace solutions. We put ourselves in the bucket of, of the track and trace solution, and that really is a, a mechanism that provides visibility for the entire closed-loop regulatory supply chain as it relates to cannabis. And so in the very beginning of, of the life cycle of cannabis, you begin generally with a, a clipping. And as that matures, uh, you're going to identify that. And you would identify that as an operator anyways. You, you want to know how many plants you've got and kind of where they're at and what their stages are and, and you know, make sure that you've applied the right nutrients and, and watered them and, and all of that. From a regulatory perspective, it's helpful and and frankly imperative to be able to provide um, that visibility starting at the front end as well. And so our technology or software allows for you to identify all of the steps along the way in terms of growing a plant, trimming a plant, harvesting a plant, um, sometimes plants are destroyed to after the harvest weighing the plant when it's dried uh, packaging transferring the package to distributors to wholesalers to producers you know, sometimes tra- transfer more than one time and then you know ultimately transferred to a retailer and then sold to to a consumer and so our software will track every step of of the process there and as many as 350 discrete events in that life cycle it's pretty exciting our differentiator, or I guess one of our more unique elements, which is really exciting, is the, the use of proprietary and, and patented RFID tagging methodology. Mm-hmm. And so our business model really is based on, on, on the individual plant identification. And we have unique tags that have an RFID inlay that's attached to every plant. And in, in different states have different regulations that will require tags to be attached at different heights or different levels of maturity. And so RFID is the the gold standard in every agricultural supply chain in the developed world. And even beyond the agricultural supply chain, you look at the the largest retailer in, in the country, Walmart. And in January they they issued a mandate that every single package in their supply chain has to have an RFID tag so that it's it's readable wirelessly. You can identify where like your whole inventory at any point in time is able to be done on a perpetual basis And in certain situations, depending on on the structure of of a cultivation or a, a distributor, or even a retailer, there are some folks that employ constant measurement of RFID. So you can get your up to date at that second inventory at any point in time. And, and some folks are, are kind of checking it in a, in a more periodic sense. If you're a regulator and you imagine heading out to a farm where there's thousands and thousands of plants and trying to kind of spot check and, and get a good sense of how everything's going from an inventory perspective and how accurate the, the numbers are that are being provided to the regulator, uh, it's a lot easier to be able to walk through that farm with an RFID reader and do a 100% inventory calculation. It's also important for folks that are starting out as cultivators um, that are trying to get loans from banks. So we've worked mm-hmm. with a number of different banks. It's, it's not the easiest thing to underwrite loans in the cannabis world. And so we would certainly certainly have been able to support growers in being able to help them share their data and provide insight into the rigorous process that they go through to ensure that they're both compliant and also being really effective in terms of growth and profitability perspective. You see similar conversations in the insurance world as
1: well. Wow. I'm just listening right now and I'm saying from a business standpoint, especially a lot of startups, this is great for them because it they're forced to have good business systems, which is, I mean, that's something that most businesses don't graduate to until they get to another level. But I'm going to jump ahead here because I wanted to get a few more things to talk about. You started in Colorado and now you're working with, I think, over 20 states, District of Columbia, Guam, yeah. and you have... Over 300,000 users. I guess one question that I've always had on your business model, who are your customers? Do you, do you get paid by the state? Do you get paid by the users? Do you get paid by both?
0: It's going to depend on the way the state's structured. Frequently, we're brought to a state via a, a state contract. So government makes a selection on the system they would use, just like a city might make a selection on the, the vendor they want to use to manage their on-street parking. And so we, we tend to get into states that way depending on how they want to structure the, the costs and, and how they want to have oversight over the individual cultivators and, and licensed by any kind of licensee. Sometimes there's costs that are passed directly to the grower, or the distributor or licensee of any kind. And sometimes the state covers all of it. And a lot of times there's a, there's a split between the two. I think in the past, historically the government has been our customer and that's been our primary focus. And, and that certainly still is the case. I mean, we, we are here to help facilitate and support a really strong regulated market but we also recognize that very large number of users you mentioned are made up of folks that are not the the government not regulators and so we want to do what we can to make the tool and to make our process uh, as efficient and as effective as possible for them such that they're able to maximize profitability um, they're able to have the best experience um, possible using the system such that it's easy for them to stay compliant some folks. You know, they find themselves in situations where they, they look at the level of compliance and they look at that as something that's a, a little bit of a, a higher barrier and difficult to overcome. We aim to bring that barrier down to make it such that um, being compliant is part of their process, not something that they need to go above and beyond on in terms of the, the different hoops that they need to jump through.
1: I gotcha. Yeah, I, c- I can see where you can probably find yourself a lot of times as, as, as an advocate for the, for the licensee because this is too complicated, or I can see where you, the other way around where you explain why the state needs something to a licensee. So I can see where that makes a big difference. Now, you mentioned a minute ago about the events. I saw on your website that since you started, you've had over 5 billion events, so over $31 billion in total dollars that have, have you know, gone through. And I'm saying to myself, now, there is a ton of data there. That's a ton of information. Now, is that available to agencies like law enforcement agencies and tax authorities and just to give them that that, that transparency that they need?
0: Yes, it's it's actually the state's data. We're the state system um, that facilitates it, but it's the state's data. The states, are, we're able to help them facilitate and analyze that data in, in ways that can help them be more efficient, more effective. We have... Uh, A number of folks that are actual licensees that use um, third-party integrators, which are another segment of of what I refer to as customers, consumers, probably a number of folks that have been on the show here that integrate into Metric and are able to to bring data into Metric, are also able to bring data out of Metric for for the individual licensee's purpose. And I think a really special part of what Metric does as that backbone to the overall ecosystem in the cannabis space. And I would certainly encourage your listeners and anybody that's trying to get uh, into the cannabis space, trying to be a startup to evaluate areas where they can be effective and they can provide efficiencies and something truly valuable to the overall uh, cannabis ecosystem. And we're very excited about our ability to partner with folks that want to get engaged. We're actually in the midst of, of beta testing, a more robust API interface. And, and that platform will allow for folks, I think, to have even better accessibility. And I would also encourage people to to leverage the, the power and the magic of RFID. There are a number of cannabis-specific businesses out there that leverage the tags that, that are already on every plant and are able to provide significant efficiencies from weighing perspective to real-time inventorying to even matching up the data that's able to be derived from Metric and picked up directly uh, on the RFID tags uh, to marry into temperature, humidity, uh, and data <laughs> sensors.
1: you described it as the backbone, which really is. You're integrated throughout the system in just about every possible manner. And you mentioned that you're gonna expand on or build a more robust API. What else is in the works in the immediate future?
0: Well we I mean we aim to be we aim to be the partner and, and to help be the primary backbone that facilitates yeah. the, the legal ecosystem. We are definitely, you know, in, involved in, and committed to facilitating the regulatory supply chain where we recognize the the benefit of that. I don't think you're going to see us coming out with a point-of-sale system or an ERP system or anything like that. But to the extent we can continue to provide meaningful insight, meaningful support to folks that are developing new products, folks that are growing, that are uh, selling is, is as retailers, folks that are putting together uh, new CPG organizations, whatever we can be doing to help make sure that the experience. And the viability of cannabis is supported in the most credible way is, is our core focus. And we're going to continue to innovate in that way. I would say in the near term, what I'm most worried about and what, I'm most, what I think we're most passionate about is ensuring that we've done everything possible to, to create the, the best experience for folks to, to be compliant, stay compliant, and find value out of that compliance.
1: Yeah. So you've done a great job so far. So I don't expect anything less. Now, will you be raising any capital to help you through this next the next phases? Ah, uh,
0: we're. We are growing. We are getting into a position where I, I'm hopefully able to to fund internally our continued growth, just like any other company. We certainly would like to get a little bit more profitable. To the extent there's opportunities out there, to the extent somebody's looking to get involved in Metric, we're we're not in a formal round right now. But I'm certainly happy to have conversations and identify opportunities for for meaningful ways that we can partner with anybody that's interested in advancing the strength of the regulatory supply chain and interested in supporting Canvas.
1: Well, we're going to have links here to, to everything on your, your company and your links in the show notes. So if anybody has any questions or if you want to maybe talk to them about participating in their growth, I'm sure Michael or somebody from his team would be happy to speak with you. Michael, it's this is a lot of fun. I'm glad we finally had you on the show. I, I'm sure we'll have you on again, but good luck with everything you're doing. Keep it going and keep growing the industry. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the time.